0: Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. It's episode 410 of the Dan York Report. And as I have done for now the 13th year, I began my writing across my different sites on January 1 with a post around my themes for 2022. Or in the past, it's been three words or four words following a pattern set. uh, Well, starting back in 2010 for me. These are not resolutions like New Year's resolutions or things, more they're kind of aspirations or guiding words that I want to look at what is it uh, that I hope to accomplish this year or what's there. I've done this publicly just as sort of a way of just talking about what am I thinking about, what am I doing, what are those kind of things, and maybe holding myself accountable by doing it a little bit publicly in some way. You know, in so many ways, uh, 2021 was a bit of a dumpster fire of a year. We started off with such great hope that with the coming of the vaccines and the pandemic would be on the decline. We hoped hoped we'd be back to some kind of normal. But of course, we've seen that with the rise of variants and with the not full coverage of vaccine because of choices people make out there to not participate, we've wound up in a position where we're actually exiting 2021, where we've exited in a a bit of a worse case, higher case counts, more deaths. Um, It really does feel like, in some ways, the 672nd day of March 2020, kind of like we're stuck in a Groundhog Day loop where it just kind of keeps on going around and around and around. So many of us have struggled. Um, We've had uh, losses in the family. We've had medical issues. We've had other kinds of things going on. Uh, People I know are actually in a country that has a true civil war going on. There are so many things causing so much chaos around the world, and uh, and it's hard. It's hard to move through that. I think we all should all get, you know, an award for pass <laughs> for surviving twenty twenty one in so many different ways. Amidst all that chaos, there were some positive signs, and I I certainly remain grateful that for me at least, my family has been okay. We've made it through the year without significant physical health issues or people getting sick or deaths or things like that. And so I'm delighted that we're, we've done that. We're now here in 2022. The three words that I chose this year though, to, to guide me were hope, content, and health. Last year, one of the things I focused on was really my clarity around what my kind of personal mission was, what I want to do. And one of the work pieces of work I did was really thinking about what is that? what am I doing? What is my work life doing? What is my outside of work? How does it all relate and what is it? If you remember last year, if you go back and listen to episode 403, or if you have seen my writing or seen my newsletter that I started up, so much of it came back to trying to look at how do I help people understand the choice of futures we have? Not just for the internet, but also for ourselves, for our society, for our world, for the pieces that are there. We do have this choice and we're at that point where we must choose and choose wisely in so many ways. This is a large part of why I'm at the internet society, right? We're looking at how do we make an internet for everyone? There's so much of this woven into the fabric of what we do and what my job is. But beyond that, I chose the word hope in a sense because it's so easy right now. If 2021 said showed us anything, it's that it's very easy to fall into despair. You know, like I said, it seems like we're still stuck in March 2020 in some way, and it's the state of the pandemic is so frustrating, especially for people like myself and others I know who we've done. What the science says. We're vaccinated and boosted. We've been wearing masks. We've been restricting social connections. We've kept ourselves at home. We've avoided seeing family and friends and everything else. We've sacrificed so much to try to help get to a spot where the pandemic could be decreased in some way. And the frustration that many others have not joined in that effort. And as a result, we have these even more hideous variants that are out there in different ways, that frustration is so hard. The breakdown we've seen too in civility and, and in discourse, where even just simple school board meetings get politicized and and not even politicized, but but there's a vitriol, there's a anger, there's a attacking, there's a there's a violence that comes at some of these different kinds of things. It's, it's saddening. It's disheartening. It's it's a struggle because you don't know even how we can engage when we can't engage in some ways. And our governments and leaders often seem incapable of doing much that's helpful, or sometimes it's it seems to be opposite of what makes sense in different parts of the world. And, and many times it seems that they can't do anything because they're so mired in disagreement. You know, nothing happens at all. If you look at the Just the the roadblocks that are happening here in the United States, in Washington, D.C., in the Congress, everything else. You know, when you look at other stuff, supply chain issues, um, weather events around the world that seem to indicate that climate change is happening faster than some of the models that were out there. And at the same time, governments seem jammed with, you know, mouthing words, but not actually taking actions that would help us in some way. There are so many different events happening and to so many different people at so many different levels. And even if those are not directly affecting you, there's so much fear, so much uncertainty that it, uh, it can be paralyzing. And I think that's really just the struggle that we're in. And so I, I, you know, it often feels we're on the edge of some kind of dystopian movie, you know, or TV shows, any of the ones that are out there, many of which, by the way, I like watching but you want to watch them as entertainment, not as instruction manuals for how life is going to be. You know, um, it's it's easy to despair. But yet, if we fall into the depths of despair, you know, what's the point? <laughs> what are we doing here? And quite honestly, who can help pull us out if we all do that? We have to somehow hold on to this possibility of hope, not a naive rose colored glasses, you know, just ignore everything and hope it all work out. Not, you know, hope as a, as a strategy, not anything like that, but more holding on to the fact that, that there is a chance amidst all of the chaos, amidst all of everything going on, that there is hope there in some way. It's, it's seeking out the hopeful and the positive, the optimistic in the midst of the chaos. A perfect example was as I was writing this article today, there was a thing from uh, an article from the Future Crunch folks, which is a great site, um, Future Crunch, which has a a newsletter which provides things you don't see in the mainstream media. And they had 99 good news stories you probably didn't hear about in 2021. And when you look through it, you see things like beyond the COVID vaccine, there's been some amazing breakthroughs with things like malaria vaccines with some of the other vaccines for fevers, for things, Ebola, for other stuff that is actually critical in so many parts of the world, but yet we don't hear about these things. Reading down the long list of 100 items, really, is just a listing of what we don't hear about. And there's so much of that. I think the challenge that I want to take on, and I think we all have on a certain level, is to try to find that amidst the despair. I had tweeted out a while ago, I said, the challenge that lies before us is more than choosing hope over fear. It's choosing hope amidst the overwhelming narratives of fear and doom. It's choosing hope and optimism despite those fears. It's choosing hope as a daily gritty act of resistance and resilience. This is part of what I started to write about in a newsletter I started up in September, October and you can, you can find it at choices.danyork.com. It's a review newsletter coming out of Twitter. I want to try it out for that, but I also want to write about what is it that we can do. There's a whole genre of science fiction, which is called hope punk, H-O-P-E-P-U-N-K. And it comes off of steampunk and other different kinds of variations around this, but with a focus on what can we do? What are the options? How can we... How can we find hope in some way, in some things? I think about series like The Expanse, which if you've not read it or seen it, it's a a brilliant now TV series that's uh, on Amazon Prime, but it's a brilliant set of books too that ultimately comes down to what are our choices? How do we make them? What do we do? What are the consequences? How can we go and make something better in some way? I'm going to be writing more about that there and I think in other places as well. But that, I think, is what I what I want to do. The second word I chose was content. And this is kind of a recurring theme. You know, I wrote at some length back in 2020, uh, 2021, really, that, you know, I, I needed to, I wanted to break through some of the blockages that I'd had. You know, I, I said very optimistically, I want to get writing again. I want to consistently create podcast episodes. I'd like to send out more than one of Email newsletter in an entire year. The irony, of course, is none of that happened. In in fact, I only sent, I sent out zero issues of the particular email newsletter that I had um, linked to in that piece. Although I did create a new one and send out two issues, and then ended it there. I produced a whopping eight episodes of podcasts this past year: seven for this Dan York report, and one for my. FIR on technology podcast, which I really need to figure out what I'm doing with, or, or just do it or not. I did submit reports in the all twelve of the four immediate release podcasts that I submit a, a report to every month. But um, you know, and then the other key thing was I only wrote eleven blog posts in the entire year. That's crazy. That includes at my work. You know, I didn't. You know, includes my work, my own post, Circle ID, everything else. This is a guy, I mean, I'm a guy who used to write hundreds of posts every year. I was always writing, always doing that, commenting, doing all kinds of stuff. And last year I wrote 11. And like 10 of those were basically, you know, oh, hey, there's a deadline coming up for the, you know, board of directors of this organization. Or, um, you know, here's the opportunity to uh, submit papers for this upcoming conference. Or, oh, we changed our privacy policy. I mean, trivial stuff. It wasn't any really good posts. It wasn't really any good things that were going on. You know, now, I mean, you know, it's the pandemic. I'm not, uh, I've forgiven myself for some of this in the sense that, you know, I can only do what I can do. We've had a lot of other things going on. There's the ongoing just stress of the pandemic, you know, challenges with family, with schooling, with my wife's job, with other different kinds of stuff, lots of deadlines of my own work, so many different things that it was not um, it just wasn't the year for all of that. Now, I'm hoping that I will change that this year. Look at doing it. There's so much I want to st- st- stories I want to tell. you know, I have this long list, this huge mind map of all the episodes I want to record of this podcast, some of which are admittedly now out of date because they're so long on that. So we'll see. You know, I have continued to do live streaming on Twitch. I even set up a TikTok account last year to try to start with doing some stuff there. So we'll see where all of this goes. One of the things I've noticed lately is that I've been writing long threads in Twitter, particularly around Web3 and cryptocurrency issues and NFTs and all this kind of stuff. But the problem is you write them in Twitter and then they're gone. Like they're just lost in a noise. People can't easily go back and find them. They can't do that. One of my first challenges or first things I'll be doing in 2022 is to pull some of those threads out of Twitter, write about them on some of the different sites so I can be able to refer back to them, that I can share them with other people, that I can do them in some kind of form. And it's a great reminder to myself to write on my own sites, not use platforms, not give in to the convenience of posting on Twitter or Facebook or wherever but actually getting out and writing on my own sites where I control them and I have the ownership and the ability to go and share them and everything else. We'll see how I do. The last of my words was, of course, health, because that is something. I'm, like many people, was rather sedentary during this this pandemic. I've uh, eaten a lot of too many comfort foods, as I just made a couple of batches of cookies today to eat some more. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at a weight that's among the heaviest I've ever been. And I'm just not at the stage that I was. So that will be a focus. I'm coming into my mid fifties. There's a whole bunch of medical checks and things that need to happen in those times. And, you know, I still, still in the stage where my colon cancer is gone for a couple of years, but got to keep checking it. all those things. So it's incumbent on me to really focus on that. So that's Those are my things, hope, content, and health. We'll see where that all winds up. Hopefully, if you're listening to this show, you'll get to hear a lot more episodes during this year on a whole range of topics. We'll have to see. I'm hopeful on a general level that we'll finally get this pandemic under control in 2022, or at least to a stage where we know how to cope with it and we can move on in some ways. I look forward to being able to get together with friends and family, to make new friends, to make new connections, to be active outside. I want to sing in groups again. I want to go to concerts, church service, anything like that. I want to be out in interacting with people. As an extreme extrovert, being in my home office or being in my house for this long has just been crazy in so many different ways. I'm also excited. Something I'll talk about in another episode is at the Internet Society. I'll be leading a project this year around... Satellite access, internet access from low-Earth orbit or LEO satellite systems like SpaceX's Starlink, Amazon's Project Kuiper, OneWeb, Telesat, a whole number of these different things. We're taking a look at kind of beyond all the marketing hype that's happening now. What are the real concerns? What are the real thoughts? What are the real, you know, what's the, the reality behind all the hype? I'm excited to lead this project. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to just so much more in 2022. I'm hopeful Hopeful that it's a new year, that it's 2022 and it's really something great, not not a replay, or as some people have said, you know, it's 2020, comma, two, T-O-O, right? Hopefully not. That wraps up this episode. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can leave it at soundcloud.com slash York or anywhere this is on social media. I'm hanging out on Twitter these days at Dan York, and you can hear my poodle in the background shaking her collar. (laughs) You can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Thanks for listening, and let's see what we can do this year. Bye for now.